All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. This place is an unmanned resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. With special guest, Jeff Epstein. No, it's your turn. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? For the everyday fantasy sports player. Now, I'm going to teach some kids a lesson. You're a bunch of scared amateurs. And now. The show Party People. What's up, Party People? Welcome back. We're back here again with episode five of the Better Fantasy Bureau. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, over here with my man, 100 Years. Charlie Chase, baby. Welcome to episode five. And yes, and once again, here in the Better Fantasy Bureau, as we are growing, we have another special guest. Party People, round of applause for Jeff Epstein. What's going on, my man, Jeff? What's up, fellas? How What's you guys up, doing? Jeff? Welcome thank you for, to the show. Thank you for coming out, man. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, you know, you know, you got a lot of things going on. You're kind of also a jack of all trades in a way, and uh, you know, thanks for coming out here, and uh, you know, repping your Boom Cup shirt. Always, always, always nice. repping your. Cannot. And then Charlie's repping uh, the suits. You the are suits. Yeah, you're that guy. <laughs> you know, when you walk in, like, oh, the suit is here. Looking yeah, dapper though, man. Look yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. YouTube is because see the suit. Yeah, if you go on YouTube, you can see, you, you, if you go on YouTube and, and follow us and see us, you're gonna see Charlie in a suit for a good majority yeah. of the times, right? I didn't know about the red shirt. I, I walked out of my apartment today, and my girl was like, "Why do you look like a salsa instructor?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, really, babe, a salsa instructor?" <laughs> but we we made it work though. Uh, Annabelle's nah, funny. Good. Pocket squares looking clean. I appreciate it, brother. How's your side game? Side game is good. Well, I mean, you know, we can't see. Nah, a little it's actually t- it's kind of plain. It's laundry day today. A little oh. plain Jane today. <laughs> So what color socks are they? They're black, black and blue, very plain. Black and blue with yeah. the maroon and black suit. Yeah, we're colorful. And man. the pink trim on the white pocket square. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And then me, I'm over here, classic with uh, our BFB shirt. Yes, once again, shout out to Moon for printing the shirts for us, the dry fit shirts. Is that the, the Raider color line? No, 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 no. This is just black and uh, white print. If it's Raiders, it'd be a gray or silver print. All right, all right. Kind of looks like the Raiders. Well, silver, white is two totally different colors, Charlie. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> get your eyes checked. Get your fantasy stats no, straight. Let's get this going. Uh, and, you know, and and Jeff, like I said, once again, you know, I'm really happy to have you here. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, we know you've been a big supporter of this show. I remember you were like one of the first people that I brought to the attention. Are you one of the people, too? I asked you about like, hey, what do you think of this logo? This logo yeah. What do you think of this kind name? Of going back and forth. And yeah, yeah. Forward. Because, you know, I, I know you also as well to be, uh, you know, like the hustler, like the entrepreneurish type to be out there and to promote what you want to promote, you know, and you yeah. with Boom Cups promote heavy. Yeah, we go a little nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going a little nuts. You can get close to the mic. Yeah. Don't be scared, Jeff. I got you. <laughs> so, and, um, so uh, tell us a little bit more about Boom Cups. Let us know what a little bit more about Boom Cups. How long has it been around? You know, what's uh, it about? What is a Boom Cup for people that can't see? Of course. Uh, 2015, my, uh, one of my best friends, Mike, he invented the cup. It's a 16-ounce clear plastic cup, and the, the cup has five different alcoholic drinks on it. And then each drink has fill lines, and it teaches you how to make an alcoholic drink. So okay. we, have, we have a margarita on there. We have a Long Island iced tea on there. We have a Cosmo, a Manhattan. And then we have our old signature drink called an F-Boom, which has cinnamon whiskey, Red Bull. Oh, not necessarily Red Bull, energy drink, and, and apple juice. Okay. Yeah. So That uh, tells you like all the counts for each yeah, yeah, liquor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I've you got the Red Boom cups here, right? Yeah. Bring them out. Bring them yeah, out. Let's bring them out. You got a sleeve here for everybody? Yes, sir. Oh, here we go. So you fill the ice up to the ice line first? Yeah, so it's right there. for If you're looking on YouTube, you'll see. Oh, I mean, nice. you can't see too clearly, yes, but uh, at least you can see where we're holding up is a Boom cup. So it's a nice clear cup. And these would be great for beer pong too, right? Yeah, I mean, they work for beer pong. They work for pretty much anything. I mean, it's a multi-use cup. Obviously, people have barbecues and they can use it just to pour soda in it. They can use it just to make whatever drink they want to make. But if you needed uh, a little advice on how to make a margarita and you didn't know how, the cup makes it easy for you. I know. I think it's great also that it says uh, Manhattan because I had no idea how to make a Manhattan. Right. And <laughs> I, I, I neither did I until we started researching it. <laughs> I remember because I had my... Um, my friend from Argentina that comes into New York every now and then to hang out with us. And, we, you know, he's a big Simpsons fan as well, and I'm a big Simpsons fan. There was an episode where Bart Simpson was bartending for the mob, 
And then Bart, Bart Simpson was known as making the best Manhattans in all of Springfield. Oh, is that right? And then when he asked me in Spanish, of course, like, you know, how do you make a Manhattan? I was like, what do I know? And he's like, what kind of a New Yorker are you? And I was like, what kind of an alcoholic am I if I don't even know how to make a Manhattan? <laughs> and I couldn't, you know. I mean, Charlie, you love Cosmos, I know, right? No, no, definitely not a Cosmo guy. I'm, I'm more the uh, martini guy, dirty. Yeah. All right. But uh, I'm looking at what's in a Long Island iced tea, and I never actually knew what was inside of it. Oh, that's pretty it. much oh, all yeah, no. liquor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was young in my college days, Long Island iced tea was the go-to because yeah, it was man. cheap. And you I could think just that, get banged I, off for like three drinks. You know? Yeah, I think that might have been my first drink. My first drink legally. Yeah, was naturally. A Long Island iced tea, naturally. Right? You have to. It's got vodka. It's got gin. It's got rum. It's yeah, got, yeah. You know, soda, tequila. It's got everything. I'm gonna put boom Gets cups. Get the job done quick. Yeah, that's exactly why. In the front, right there. I'm gonna move Opie because we got a couple. Every week, I bring out little trinkets. So there we got, got Spider Man as always, and I got Opie from Sons of Anarchy. I'm a big Opie fan, and we got uh, Crossbones from the Marvel movie, which Charlie does not watch. So he doesn't know any of these guys. You even watched Sons of Anarchy? Do I. I don't know any. Sons of Anarchy, no. No? Uh-uh. All right. Well, we'll talk about you later with that. <laughs> you, you, I don't know what, what life you have outside of real estate and fantasy. And, it's, <laughs> and so, uh, but, but these boom cups, great. So w- where can we get these? Uh, every party city in the country. Her, every party city? Every party city currently I, has every, I know. I know you guys are, were promoting it to be... Um and, and you know trying to get it, we were in a few for a little while, yeah. and now you're well, we in every trial. single one. We had, we had a trial run with them, twenty five stores only. How did that trial run work? Uh, we they basically gave us twenty five random stores, uh-huh. and they said, um, you know, we'll, we'll put one case in each store, mm-hmm. and if we sold enough of our product, then mm-hmm. they would guarantee us a nationwide deal. How did you guys come up with the idea? Because I mean, it's it's simple, but it's still it's like right. so genius. And nobody has come out with this yeah. yet because it's a plastic and disposable you guys, cup. Yeah, we have the patented. Yeah, of nice. course we have all that. So my friend Mike was at a Christmas party, and mm-hmm. you know, I guess he asked for a margarita. Nobody, and she didn't know how to. How to make or the it. bartender there didn't even know how to. Nobody knew how to. <laughs> so he was kind of just like, you know, looking at a plastic cup, probably a red cup, and uh, was like, you know, wouldn't that be cool if you know drinks was on a cup and it told you how to yeah, make yeah. it, whatever. Just came to. And him. then they started, you know, taking a marker to, to paper, and they were like, you know, drawing on stuff, and started, you know, looking around, and there was that's nothing cool... out there. There's stuff out there that's glass, but there's nothing plastic disposable. Yeah, yeah. And we sell our cups like that on twenty cups in a pack. That's cool, man. That's and it's cool two ninety nine. I mean, if you're gonna buy red cups, you probably buy them for two ninety nine. Right, right. You know, why not buy ours? It's the same price, exactly. and you get more for your. You it's know. more fun, yeah, also. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I think um, no, this 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 is this is awesome. I mean, you know, I'm we we're holding we're holding a lot of draft parties. We're actually, um, I'm actually just announced too to announce a little bit. I'm actually gonna be DJing for my friend's uh, tailgate party. For the party people that don't know, outside of this, I'm also a DJ. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually DJing his tailgate party for my boy Roy. Shout out to Roy. I'm DJing Royal Palooza, which is at uh, the, the the first home opener game for the Jets. He's a big Jets fan. Okay. So I would like to bring a couple of these. Absolutely. And, uh, and we, you know, do, we do a Jets tailgate every single year. Every single year? The last year? few years, we usually do it for the Miami Dolphins games. No, that, the first one is the- Yeah, because, I mean, we get, like, group sales tickets, so we get tickets for a little bit cheaper. We buy, like, okay. 100 tickets. We do like uh, a bunch of buses, leave out of Long Island, and we charge like one price to somebody. Like it'll be like $125 that include a ticket, right. bus ride there, bus ride back, includes beer, includes food, all that for oh, one sick. price. So we do that. We have a DJ, and we like, you know, obviously Boom Cups is the only thing there. We have our right, flags right. representing everything, and mm-hmm. it's just a fun day, tailgate. Everybody gets together. And hey, Did you did you start promoting that yet or not yet? Not yet, because we yeah. haven't picked the Jet game yet. Okay. But it's looking like it's going to be a Dolphins game again. Okay, but that's, that's the first game of the season. Oh, is it? That's why you just yeah, so you know. I might have to get on it. So you might have to get on that quick yeah. because that, that's coming well, up. We well, had so many events going on over the week last two. Week, week, week two. Week, week two. Well, I mean by first, first game, game of the season, first I mean first home game of the season. Correct. Yeah. yeah thank you, Charlie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. First Jets home game is against the Dolphins. Yeah. So because the first home game at MetLife Stadium is on uh, week one is the Giants okay. against the Jaguars. So week two of NFL. Week two of NFL is the the gotcha. Jets home game. Yeah. It's against so probably the September fourteenth around there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got to get on that. So uh, the sixteenth. Sixteenth, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know the uh, the fifteenth is the fight. That's how I know the dates. You the, know, I'm not that smart. The, oh, Can- the, the Canelo Triple G fight yeah. Yeah, is on the fifteenth. Cool. So you know days. You go by what whatever fight is going on, and that's how you no, build just, your schedule. Well, that happens to be like a really big fight, so I know <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. on the fifteenth. So uh-huh. yeah. Oh no, that that's dope. Yeah, no. Like I said, I'm I'm DJing uh, Royal Palooza. My boy uh, Roy does like a similar thing. Uh, just for like his friends. I mean, I know you're doing it with Boom Cups, his name on it, but this year it's going to be uh, where we're partnered with a little bit and we're doing it with the BFB name. You know, I'm going to be there DJing and we're giving out maybe some giveaways, some hats, and some shirts at BFB. his game. At, well, his, his tailgate. His event, yeah. At his tailgate, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so I also want to bring these too. Yeah, you yeah. know, to, to I'll give you whatever off. you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need a million dollars. 
I said, I'll give you whatever cups you need. <laughs> you didn't say, ah, I got it. I got it. It's, it's illegal. A it's a binding legal contract. You, <laughs> I'm trying to get there. Oh, man. Uh, so, anyways, so going um, forward with the rest of the show, today we got a really uh, fun, fun show. I know when you picked this date in this segment, I was like, it's a fun, fun show cool. that we have the draft day show. But aside from Boom Cups, you also work with the Yankees. I am. I you do. Work, yeah. What do you do there again? Uh, I work in the locker room, the visiting team locker room. Visiting team locker room. So the team's equipment. Okay. Clubhouse staff is. Uh, that sounds like a fun job. Yeah, it is. It's cool. So you have you job. have abilities, but of course you don't because you you know you're good at your jobs while you have it. But you could like do something to help us <laughs> as Yankee fans, right? To give us the edge, like you know, like in wed- wedding crashes, he puts the teardrops in the water so he can oh, <laughs> get him sick. Yeah, yeah. You were trying to get me fired, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> just joking. I know you wouldn't. Obviously, of if you did, not. you would have got fired by now. Be on the news, but. For some- yeah. Teardrops and like Moogie Bet Skaterade or something. <laughs> <laughs> Never even crossed my mind. Yeah, no, I remember because you were the Bat Boy before, right? I was, yeah, yeah. You Dirt were the baseball boy, Bat Boy. I did all that. All that. Were you a Bat Boy now. during like whatever? Uh, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine. Oh, all right. Yeah, so I got nice. to work the World Series. In yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I was the Philly Bat Boy, unfortunately. So it's like when the Yankees were winning at Game Six at home, I couldn't jump for joy. I had oh. to turn to my left and watch Shane Victorino <laughs> crying. <laughs> so that's awesome. but I was cheering inside. Yeah, that's that's cool stories though. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. always get to like do like cool, awesome stuff when you're there. You can like I saw it was ill when uh Saquon threw the ball. You were talking to him. You were giving yeah, him yeah. tips before? Hell yeah. I took a picture with him. He was really cool. He signed some things for me. And uh I just randomly like I was up talking to him and I was like, Hey, ho- I hope you don't uh you know, don't pull a fifty cent out there. <laughs> and he's like, Yo, he's like, That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> He's was like, that was that like the worst first pitch ever? Yeah, fifty. Yeah, bond. Yeah. I can't imagine it being much yeah. worse. Carl Lewis too. You ever seen Carl Lewis? No, the he's, runner. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's pretty bad too. His was bad. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I don't look it up on YouTube. It's actually pretty funny. I mean, it's baseball's throwing a baseball is easy, but for some people, it's not. I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, if you and don't you do it, 50, you don't do it. Fifty's got like this gangster persona, and then you see yeah, him throw like probably a girl. has zero athleticism, like. <laughs> Like, Saquon was like, oh, is it like throwing a football? And I was like, definitely not. Definitely not. Like, no. <laughs> no. Like, you know, put your weight into it. I'm, yeah. So I'm like showing him like a couple motions and stuff. And then, of course, my boys that I work with, they're videoing me while I'm teaching Saquon how to throw. And meanwhile, I'm not a great thrower myself. Right. So they're just roasting me all day. Yeah. They have a video now but, of me giving Saquon Barkley pitching tips. Right, right, right. It was yeah. a cool video, though, when I saw it. Yeah. yeah. No, but cool. you, ever, you ever tried throwing like a baseball like after not throwing one for a while? Yes. It's, it's a little weird. Yeah. No. Like a, a football, I could, you know, not throw a football for a year and I'll throw a perfect spiral. But a baseball? Damn, I need, to, need you on my football team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I played two-hand touch league in September. Uh, all right, all right. We'll have you. a discussion. After some I got to admit, I'm not that great at throwing a football. I never was. Yeah, I can't I, throw a good spiral. I never was no. either, yeah. I I don't yeah. know. But baseball, I mean, if you haven't picked up a baseball in a couple of years, I, I, you, you might look like 50 out there. Mm-hmm. No. You know what I mean? No, no, I can throw a baseball just fine. Yeah, got no right. problem with that. I'm a natural-born athlete. We're going to have to put that to the test, Flesh. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> just like the game of pool you want to play me under that smack you in. It's all right. Hey. <laughs> hey. Anyway, so listen. So, so I want to start off. Don't I know you had only like one or two balls on it. I'm kidding. Anyway, so I want to start off. We're going to get going with the show right now. Uh, to uh, so I, Because I want to take advantage of the situation that you worked for the Yankees. Okay. And because I always feel... You know, kind of bad for Charlie because, you know, I'm the Giants fan. Last week we had a Giants fan. You're a Giants fan. I am. And he's a Cowboys fan. Ooh. So he's always like, yeah, ooh, exactly. So he's always kind of like alone on an island. And I always that, get that reaction for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you're in New York and you're a Cowboys fan for some reason. Listen, you'll be surprised how many Cowboy fans there are in the city, man. I'm yeah, not. I lot. know there's a good amount. You know, they're, they're, they're... MetLife Stadium is full of them. Every oh, yeah, year. of course. I'm not surprised about uh-huh. it, but you can't be surprised at the reaction. No, no. I got right. it. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, so I am a big Yankee fan. You're obviously a Yankee fan. You work for the Yankees. Yes. And Charlie is a Mets fan. So we're always like yeah. <laughs> alone on an island in a sense. But th- now, to be clear, I am not a Mets hater. I, as long as the Mets aren't playing the Yankees, I want the Mets to win. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm not I'm not a Yankee hater either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's All not right. like in football where You're just a flex I, I hate the Giants. I hate the Eagles. <laughs> And yeah. I hate the Redskins. But in baseball, like if the Mets are out of it, which is usually the case by Memorial Day, Correct. then I'll start. I'll, I could share for the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what, cool. I, what I want to take advantage of this show, so to start off with a warm-up segment like we have every show, because today is our mock draft show, and that's the main thing of the show is doing mock draft. We're going to have a live mock draft coming up in just a little bit. But just to start off this show, what I want to do is I would like to have a Subway Series trivia question between you two, between Jeff, the Yankees fan, okay. and Charlie, the Mets fan. 
And nice. uh, I want right. to ask a little unex- unexpected, but all right, I'm and I'm going to ask Jeff some Yankee questions, and I'm going to ask Charlie some Mets questions, and we're yeah. going to see. He might be a ringer, though. I mean, a bad boy he works in the locker room, so but yeah. whatever, I'll give it a shot. Well, well he's it. he's a Yankee, so that's already an advantage. So you know, that's already <laughs> it. Uh, so I didn't set up a drop for it, whatever. But what I do have, though, what I did set up is this little sound. So if you get something right, you'll get a sound. If you get something wrong, you'll hear the sound, and we'll figure it out from there. Oh. We'll start off real quick with just with some really easy questions. Start off with just some really easy questions to get you guys warmed up a little bit about it. So, like, uh, Jeff, since you're our guest, I'll ask you first. Real easy question. Um, when was the last time the Yankees won a World Series? 2009. 2009. <laughs> Right, and then like I said, we're keeping it going with easy questions. Charlie, when was the last time the Mets have won a World Series? Eighty six. Eighty six, man. Both one for one. One for one. Jeff, one another easy question I'll give you. What team in any other sport has more championships than the Yankees? Zero. Zero. Correct. (laughs) I went. It's with these layups, man. (laughs) Well, I still got one for you too, Charlie. So, Charlie. Uh, what's the name Mets short for? Metropolitans. Metropolitans. All right. Correct. All right. Simple enough. Easy enough. All right. Let's get let's get it rolling a little bit more. Let's get it a, a little bit more difficult here. Okay. Um, uh, a tad bit more. Let's bring it up a little bit. Uh, Jeff, how many American League pennants do the Yankees have? Ooh, forty-one. Steve. <laughs> do you know the answer, Charlie? Nope, but uh, I'm a Met fan, so I don't need to know the answer. <laughs> 40. Oh, You're off by one. They have one 40. Off. All right. Uh, let's see. All right, let's ask. That was, a, that was a so-so question. Let's ask you a so-so question. Mm-hmm. Charlie, why was it called Shea Stadium? It was named after one of the, um, I want to say one of the pre, one of the owners. It was called Shea Stadium after William Shea, who was the lawyer who brought back the National League back to New York. Because at the time, we had back then, we had the L.A. Dodgers and the New York Giants, who were part of New York. And they went out to the West Coast. So mm-hmm. the only team in New York was the American League, New York Yankees. And he brought the National League back, which is a lawyer. His name was William Shea. That was a much harder question. but That was not at <laughs> but, all. Not for a Mets right. fan. Mike That's, over there is wearing a Mets him, shirt. I'm sure he knows. How many pennants do the Mets have? <laughs> It's not that many. <laughs> All right, hold up. We're gonna we're gonna ask again. All right, uh, how about the, how about this one? Let's see about this because I know you were around a lot for the Derek Jeter era. Okay. Um, how old was Derek Jeter when he won Rookie of the Year? When he won Rookie of the Year, how wow. old was he? That was ninety six. So I'm gonna say Man, this is tough, bro. <laughs> I feel like 22? I know the answer to this. Huh? Twenty two. Got it, Jeff. My man, Jeff. Jeff oh. got one. All right. All right. So three, two. The pressure's on. Jeff, see. Okay. All right. So that's one. Right. No, well, well the, the first two were easy. We're gonna go one and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if I'll give you another one. Right, I'll give you another kind of fairly easy one, I guess. But that one was a little tough. All right. Let's do this one. Who was the first baseman who caused that era for the Mets to win the World Series back in '86? Who caused the era? The first baseman. It was on, on the Boston Red Sox. Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner. Correct. How can you forget that call? Bump by Buckner. Uh, who, who could forget that? All right, uh, listen, I'll give you some more harder questions. Um, I got a fairly uh, um, fairly more easy one for you, Jeff. Uh, where did the Yankees host their spring training? Tampa, Florida. Come on, man. Tampa Bay. All right. Come on, man. I'm not even going to put that in the smack. He works one. for the team, Flex. Oh, okay. All right. A reminder. I know where the Mets do spring training too. Yeah, actually, because yeah, I don't know. No, it's Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. Yeah, actually, do my, I get a bonus point for that? Nah, my my family actually has a <laughs> a house out there. I got I got a pretty good question for you. Okay, pretty decent one. Okay, who was the only Mets pitcher to win a game in the 2000 World Series in the one where they played the Yankees? Who was the only starting pitcher to win a game? The only starting pitcher to win a game in that 2000 World Subway Series. You know the answer. You got you got that look. <laughs> He's just happy he didn't um, have the answer. Can't even think what that staff the was. 2000. Can you give me like a multiple choice? No, absolutely <laughs> not. What are these Mets fans looking out for handouts? Well, this Mets fan. Once again, I don't hate Mets fans. I like Mets fans. World Series. I'm gonna say. 
Al Leiter? I'm going to guess. You want to take a guess at it? Was, that was incorrect, I'm assuming. I don't know. Steerike! Was it Tom Glavin? No. Oh. John Franco. <laughs> All right. So just to be fair to Charlie, I did say the question correct at first. I did say which pitcher uh, won the game in that series. But then I messed it up by saying which starting pitcher, which then in return had Charlie thinking when he said which starting pitcher and started thinking his mind. So John Franco won that game in relief. Just to be fair, I added it into this uh, after we recorded it. So I could give that point to Charlie. He still didn't win the trivia game, but he did not win that game as a starting pitcher. He won that game as the pitcher, but as a relief. Now, back to the program. Oh, John Franco was the only Met to get a win. That's like a trick question. Yeah, who the hell's getting that? (laughs) All right, I got a kind of a good one for you, uh, Jeff. Let's see if you get it. It's a little bit, I guess, a little more difficult. From whom did George Steinbrenner purchase the Yankees from? From who? Wow. No clue. (laughs) Not not even a clue. Remember, I said from whom? From whom? He purchased it from... Would you read like the sports almanac before coming in here? Like, what's, what's well, going on? yeah, I had to make sure my he questions were correct. It from the like, guy that owned it before him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're technically not wrong, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, Steerike! George Steinbrenner purchased the Yankees from CBS. Oh, did not so, know that. That's how you know. <laughs> All right, uh, Charlie, who was the 2014 National League Rookie of the Year? 2014 Rookie of the Year. For the National League. Obviously, if you want to hit, it was a Mets player. 2014 Rookie of the Year. Why am I drawing a blank? I, because you don't know the answer. <laughs> Wait, give me a minute. It'll come to me. I, don't, I can't give you a whole minute. I'll give you some little more time. 2014 Rookie of the Year. Keep saying it. You'll probably it. get it. You know who it is? Mm-hmm. I know you ready. Let's see if Charlie gets it wrong. If you get it right, then you get to steal the, the, the point. Guys are all striking out right here. You got to give me the answer, Charlie. 2014 Rookie of the Year. Time's ticking, Charlie. We got a draft to do. You got to give me an answer. I can't think of it right now. You give up? Yeah. You want to take a stab at it? Mr. Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom. (laughs) That is correct. I only know that because I want him to be a Yankee by next week. (laughs) <laughs> nah, that, that's not gonna happen. I, I know think. it's not. You guys would never it's not, to us. No yeah. way. It's not. I would be. It would be. Listen, we benefit. That to you. would be a World Series real push. Oh yeah, like, beneficial to the both of us. Did they? Win and today? I can't see them trading him. I mean, to we're not gonna give you guys scrubs. Yeah. But, I mean, it's gonna. You're just gonna get like five really nice prospects. Yeah. All right. So Jeff. But, so before they were the New York Yankees, they were the New York Highlanders. What team were they before that? The. I don't know. They weren't the Giants, right? No. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I think there was baseball was pretty much irrelevant back then. Uh, baseball is very. It? You want to steal it? You want to try to steal it? Do you know the answer? No, no. no? All right. So, uh, baseball was very relevant back then. Before they were the New York Highlanders, they were the Baltimore Orioles. What? Yeah, that's actually something I learned in high school. Actually, shout out to St. John's Prep. Oh, and one more shout I just want to give out today. Interrupt the show real quick. I do want to shout out also my boy uh, Tank. Who also did post over on uh, Instagram for us. Once again, you know, he's not a fancy football guy, but he's, uh, you know, my friend, my boy, and, and he likes the show. He actually says, yo, I actually like the show. It's actually pretty cool. I'm listening to it. I hear party people a bunch of times. <laughs> he goes, party people. He said he, yeah, he said he wants to call up and talk bulldogs with us because <laughs> he's a big bulldog guy. All right. So, Charlie, let's give you uh, a pretty good, another good question. All right. So, the Mets went 8,019 games before their first no hitter. That's the most by any Major League Baseball team. Who was the pitcher that recorded the no-hitter for the Mets? Santana. Johan Santana. 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 <laughs> Johan Santana. Correct. Charlie's now. Now it's 3-2 uh, to two with Jeff. All right. So, Jeff, uh, let's ask you another one. Um, when was Yankee Stadium's first World Series game played? 2009. Played? The new stadium? No, not this new stadium. The first ever for the Yankees. We'll go again. Oh, the first ever. Mm, I guess I'll rephrase 19, that because he's not wrong in a sense. Yeah, nineteen twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jesus. 
Jesus Christ. That was awesome. I, I, I'm glad you got that. Good job, man. Good job. All right. So we'll ask, uh, get another one in there. All right. So what's the score? Jeff's winning four to two. All right. All right. So Charlie, what was the year that the All-Star game took place in City Field? All right. So it opened. Man, he's doing math, ladies and gentlemen. 2011. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Steve You want to steal it? Pretty sure it was like 13 or 14. Yeah, he got it. 2013. Thank you, my man. All right, so last questions for the both of you. Let's see here. We'll We'll give give you one more question, though. Um, What college did Lou Gehrig attend? He's gonna be like he's gonna National Community College. <laughs> I'm not even John Jay, he's attending Columbia, man. <laughs> uh, and all right, Charlie, let's ask you one more because you already lost this, but we'll ask you one more. This Mets pitcher was a former National League All Star and also went and also was an used to be the manager for the minor league team, the Las Vegas Fifty Ones. Where are you getting these questions? Uh, listen, I looked this one up personally, and I went deep into finding this one. Run the question back. This Mets pitcher was a former National League All-Star and was also the manager for the minor league team, Las Vegas 51s. Tom Seaver? No, good guess, though. You want to take a Google kick? Mets All-Star. There's not that many, so I got to. I'm going to give you guys one Is hint. A pitcher? He's a pitcher. Nolan Ryan? No, I'll give you guys a hint. He's he's not related to me. Oh, Frank, Frank Viola. Viola. <laughs> 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 it was Frank Viola. Yeah, for uh, party people, for those of you who don't know out there, I know I always say Flex Hitless. That's what everybody always calls me. My wife always calls me Flex. Uh, but my real name is Matthew Viola. I know some people are going to be shocked that I said my real name out there. I don't mind people calling me my real name. Uh, did you even know that before? Wait, you knew that for a while, right? Before yeah, my wedding? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, before oh. your wedding. Okay, before my wedding. I wasn't sure because a lot of people don't know my real there name. There was one day yet. where someone was like, yo, Matt. And I was like, who's Matt? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. People get people get a little confused and shocked over there. All right, so congratulations to Jeff. I didn't have the... Congratulations. The, the, wait, do I have a sound of applause here? I have an applause thank one. Thank you, thank up. you, thank you. I have an applause one sound up. So anyway, oh, wait, here it is. There you go. <laughs> right here. Justice for the Yankees, justice for the Yankees. It's all right. We'll have you back another time. We'll do another round of questions. A little rigged, but all right. Listen, he got his questions right, and he stole one from you. (laughs) Anyhow, all right, so party people now moving on. If you guys get set up ready for the draft, uh, once again, I did not set up a drop for the draft, but we're going to do a draft. And uh, I just want everybody to know about that, too. So we're doing the draft, and as we do most of our leagues all the time, it's a full PPR, so full point per reception. And 12 teams leagues. That's how we rank our players. That's how we talk about our ADPs. That's how we uh, right. adjust everything. And that's how we're doing our draft right now. So, uh, Jeff, you will be uh, – I'm w- sorry, Charlie, you will be drafting because we picked the numbers. We had Siri just pick our numbers. Mm-hmm. And once again, the video should be out this weekend where I give everybody uh, a pretty cool way of how to pick your draft orders. But, Charlie, you got the first pick. I got the fifth pick. And, Jeff, our guest for today, you got the ninth pick. Boom, cups, Jeff. Yeah. And – Charlie Chase. So, so we're gonna go and start the draft right now. Let me just start this up. My first draft of the year. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm excited about this. <laughs> On the clock. This is like my fiftieth. Yeah, fiftieth mock draft. I do them all the time, man. Todd Gurley's ranked number one overall. Well, in this yeah. one, just uh, yes. yeah. Actually, it changed this week. Yeah. I think it was because of Bell's contract situation. Yeah. Some people so dropped or some people have it. And Gurley just signed the extension. Yeah. Yeah. Gurley signed. Yeah. Extension. He reset the Four running back market. It's it's gonna be interesting, like with all the free agents coming up. You see Saquon Barkley is fully guaranteed? Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Great for us. All right, so, Charlie, you got the first pick. Let's go on. So, we're right. right here in the first round, so. so I think it's pretty obvious who you're taking. You said this before. This is who you would take first round, right? Saquon Barkley? No, first oh. pick, who would you take? <laughs> Hell yeah. no. I know who he's picking, especially if he's a Cowboy fan. Well, he mentioned it in the show last time who to take Let's number one. Let's go. All right, so then Zeke Elliott off the board. So Charlie takes Zeke Elliott, and then no surprise goes Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and David Johnson. And I'm up right now with this pick, and I can't turn this guy away. I'm gonna have the to pick take is this made guy. for you. Pick is, oh, I'm gonna make the yeah. It's gonna have to be you know when you go to the fifth, the top five guys. Pick is kind of made for you. I am taking Antonio Brown. Ooh. Then goes Saquon Barkley. Then Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, and now Jeff. You are now on the clock with the ninth pick. Man. So now it's up to you. And the ninth pick, I like. I like having it towards the end of the draft yeah. here. This is where it starts to get interesting, like the uh, the second half of the first round. Yeah, there's a lot of options there you can still take. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean. DeAndre Hopkins got, uh, what's his name, Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. he's He's got to be, like, the next guy up after all this. I think my man's coming back with a vengeance. Who? Taking old Dell. Look wow. at him. Taking old Dell Beckham Jr. going as a true Giants fan that he is. So he so Jeff took Odell Beckham Jr. And uh if you guys watch it on YouTube, I will put the picks up on the YouTube channel. So please go to YouTube and type in Better Fantasy Bureau. You could go check us out up on there to see about the picks we made. I will post a picture also on the entire draft board up on our um Instagram, which is at BFB Podcast, and maybe and we'll put it, we'll post one on our Twitter as well, which is at Podcast BFB. So to finish out the first round, as it as uh, we, you know, the first five, you know who went and all the guys. So then uh, Jeff picked Odell at the ninth pick, then went DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook, and Kareem Hunt. At the start of the second round, we go Leonard Fournette, Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman. AJ Green, Michael Thomas, and Christian McCaffrey. So now it's back to me here. So here I got a couple of options what I'm looking for. And what I'm not strong on the options, what I like here is running back. That's one thing I don't like about the first half is I'm not too crazy about that early wraparound. That's why I rather have anywhere between sixth to ninth pick personally. But over here, I still got some plenty of good options. If you want to go Gronk, go. I'm not too crazy about taking the tight end that early. Absolutely not. I'm not, but some people some people do. Yeah, you can't I mean, stay he's on the field. going right at the end of the second round. So he's you know, he's still on the board. Yeah, he's still um, like right there where he's supposed to be. But I'm not looking to take him there, and I'm not gonna take him there. And Jarek McKinnon is the next ranked running back. And I already mentioned him as I did in our first episode about buying beware about buying him. And he's way too high for me. One player that I am gonna take here, so it looks like I'm gonna stack up on wide receiver heavy, and I'm gonna take Devontae Adams because I feel like he is still gonna have a solid top ten year. And he's the guy to take. And speaking about Gronk, we said way too early. He went right after that next. So Devontae Adams, Mm -hmm. Gronk, Evans, and McKinnon. And now it's back up to to me. And two picks going to Charlie right now. All right. Back to back, huh? So this is exactly why I love this pick. The first overall pick? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about this this spot. Personally, I'm not. All right. So I'm going to go and plant my flag with my guy. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm really big on this guy. So, Joe Mixon. Go ahead. Take him. Take him that early. Go ahead. Spend your money. Expensive money. Listen, projected for 300 opportunities this year. So, you know, with my second RB, I'll take that all day. Go ahead. So, first pick of the third round, we're going to gonna go with Doug Baldwin. And that, that's going to be your wide receiver one? Yes. All right. It's not bad. And then, so then, yeah, so like I said, I'm not too, I'm not crazy about that whole wraparound, especially in the second mm-hmm. round for me. I'm, you know, I like those guys. I like Mike Evan. I like Devontae Adams, but I'm more comfortable at the end of it. Like the other guys I mentioned, the early part of the second round that I mentioned, like AJ Green, Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman, like those I'm more, way more comfortable getting. That's why I like the end of the oh, second the first half. round? Yeah, I like the second half of the first round mm-hmm. pick. But still, so it's back to me. So then after Charlie picks Doug Baldwin with the first pick in the third round, it goes to LaShawn McCoy, then Adam Thielen. Huge on Adam Thielen this year. Jordan Howard, which I'm not big on. And then it's back to me. So once again, this is where I'm looking at. I have a couple of good wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton is going to be a stud if, if Andrew Luck plays, which he was announced to play in the preseason. Yeah. He, I mean, not preseason, excuse me, uh, for the training camp. Mm-hmm. He's announced to report to training camp. And training camp started today. A 22 team started today at training camp. So what? Um, looking back on you know the first two rounds and a half, like what, what stuck out to you? Like is anyone going – are you surprised that anyone went later? Did anyone is anyone being undervalued? I mean, to me, even though you took him, Joe Mixon, like I don't know, like that guy, like he hasn't proved anything. I'm, I don't think I'm spending a second round pick on that guy. Yeah, well, he's going, you know, an ADP of of three hundred one, so he's going at the end of the second round and the beginning of the third round in pretty much every draft. Right. Um, I mean, I've been since the first podcast. I've, I'm really big on him this year, uh-huh. so he's he's gonna get. 300 opportunities this year and that's really all you could project is how many times he's going to get the ball so from my rb2 to he get catches a lot of balls too he's like that kind of guy well, he's projected for about 50 targets this year uh-huh. so combine that with 240 rushing attempts yeah. projected you know that's that's really all you could ask for your rb2 mm-hmm. you know? yeah, so, yeah. or you could ask for somebody who's not joe mixon in the second round also <laughs> it's in general <laughs> uh but right here like, what's interesting is because like right here i'm looking at the next best player according to Sleeperbot, which we are uh drafting on uh, is uh, T.Y. Hilton, Josh Gordon, and Larry Fitzgerald, which are the three wide receivers that I love mm-hmm. at this point. I love these guys at this point. I really do. But like I said, I'm not too crazy myself personal with the first half of the round of pick because I feel like I need more of a running back. I don't have to take a running back here. I really don't. I could just, you know, um, but I feel like I need one 
just to fill out. And the next running back available is my guy, Darius Geis. Now, the only reason I would possibly take him here is because I know for a fact he's not going to come back right. around to me in the fourth round. And yeah. see, that's the thing. Like, you think that Joe Mixon is a reach where I took him. I think that Geis is a reach. Well, I think Joe here. Mixon is a reach anywhere in the second round. <laughs> no, no <laughs> Anywhere way. in the second or third he's round, not, I He's feel. not a reach at the end of the second round. I do because I don't think he's going to live up to where his ADP is. I know his ADP is around there, but I don't think he's going to live up your, to your that. Your opinion. Right. That's, okay. No, of course, my opinion. Right. So around here, I'm looking at a couple of guys, and I'm going to take a gamble, and I'm going to take a big gamble here, and I'm going to show people that you can still draft pretty well, even though you don't have a lot of running backs, and I'm going to go with that for this show, and I'm going to take my man, T.Y. Hilton, and I think Adler's going to play, and that's going to be a top 10 wide receiver if he does with Mm. T.Y. Hilton. Jeff, you are now up on the clock. I was about to take Travis Kelsey, man. He went right before you, right after my pick of T.Y. Hilton in the sixth pick in the there, third there's round. There's a couple of receivers I would have took ahead of T.Y. Of course, yeah. I would take Larry Fitzgerald above, and I would probably yeah. take Josh Gordon above. But I, I'm a big fan of T.Y. Hilton. I've always had been every year. Uh, and I just feel that Andrew Luck's going to play, so that's going to make him a solid wide receiver. So Stephon Diggs, uh, Derrick Henry, and Travis Kelsey went right after my pick. And now Jeff is up on the clock with his ninth pick in the third round. And he's looking at a down at a couple of guys right now. You know, you still got a good amount of wide receivers here to pair up with Odell. You got a stud, number one with Odell. You got a good amount of wide receivers that you could definitely pair up with him. Depends on who you like. Yeah. I mean, who are you looking at right now? Who you, Who's, like, coming I, out I, to I you? can't trust Josh Gordon just yet. That's why it's like you take him and, and that's... that's uh. You heard the news about him, too? They said that he's not reporting to training camp. Yeah. And they don't know when he's going to come back, but it has yeah. nothing to do with any legal. It was, it was voluntary. It was a voluntary, was voluntary. thing for him to make sure that he's like in a good mental state to further his career and his talents. So it wasn't like any like big. I mean, legal look, trouble. It's, it's a gamble, but it's a gamble that could pay off hugely. Same thing with T.Y. Hilton, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna go with the speedster, my man Tyreek Hill. He went with Tyreek Hill. Ty Interesting choice. Tyreek Hill over Larry first Fitzgerald. QB off the board. Oh yeah, I saw that. Rogers is gone. Yeah, yeah. so then right after, I was after, thinking about taking Rogers there too. Still I'm, too I'm, early. Too early for yeah. a quarterback. But I'm, not, I'm, I'm waiting. That's why I QB. didn't. This, this guy's yeah. gonna put up equal points. But know? Aaron Rodgers is definitely gonna keep going there. So you're yeah. back on the clock now as it wrapped around. So after Jeff made his pick with the ninth pick in the third so round, then receiver, we had running back, wide receiver. Then Josh Gordon went after. Then Aaron Rodgers, and then of course my man closes out the third round, Darius Geis, who I knew I wasn't gonna get, but I wanted to show people you can still have a decent draft even if you don't go running back heavy. Then Larry Fitzgerald went, then Rashad Penny went, then Allen Robinson. And now it's back to you with your fourth round pick. Mm. Hmm. Tough, though. Well, you got a couple of guys you're looking at here. I mean, there's still a good number of, you know, uh of mid level tiered uh well, wide receivers running too, back. So it's like... Yeah, but you know, you're still you right here is kind of maybe you're looking at like your flex Who's player. Who's the quarterback in Denver? And Case Keenum. Case Keenum? Yeah. Demarius Thomas I like a lot this uh, year. That's what I'm going And then he went with Demarius Thomas, and wow. he paired him up. And then there goes my guy who I was hoping would fall to me, which would be Alex Collins. I was hoping he would fall to me. I uh, was hoping Cooper was going to fall, but. Yeah. Cooper, yeah, that was kind of tough. I, long stretch around from the fall. Yeah. So I you, like Cooper this year, man. So yeah. you also went kind of running back heavy so far, Jeff, as you have Odell, Tyreek Hill, and Demarius Thomas. So you're also going you kind wide of receiver. wide receiver heavy, excuse me, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're running back as well, Devontae. PPR Freeman. league, I mean, you get those hundred receptions. That's, that's solid. Oh, I'm PPR I'm league. huge on Demarius. I think Demarius Thomas is a bounce back. Demarius Thomas of old, kind of this year coming back. Now I got a pick. I feel here now wide receiver. I, once again, maybe I don't have to, but I feel like I should because I am dangerously stacked right now wide receiver. I have a dangerous stack with Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, and T. Y. Hilton, but and Andrew Luck type T. Y. Hilton. That is a dangerous amount to have right now at um, the wide receivers. So then what I'm going to go with right here, who I feel would be the best running back to pick in this fourth round, who's still maybe a little iffy, but it's a strong offensive line. He is the lead back, and I think he's going to have a pretty solid year. Jai. I'm taking. That's a good pick right there. I think that's a solid pick to start off as my lead running back. I think he's going to be a solid RB2, Jai. That's what I see from him. I don't think RB1 numbers, but it's possible for him to put RB1 numbers with a good offensive line that he has like that. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt's gone, so I think that he'll be more of the – you know, uh, goal line guy still, and he could show that he still could do it. So then after Jai goes Golden Tate, Brandon Cooks, and then Juju Smith-Schuster, who I think is going way too high. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, Juju's, Juju's too high for you? Yeah, too high. Too high. All right. Yeah, he's going to be the second wide receiver in that offense. He, he's going to get he's gonna get 100 targets. Oh, oh yeah. No, no. I, I think I think he's going to be fine. I just I just 
don't like to pay that much for him. I'd rather pay like a fifth round pick for him instead of a fourth round pick for him. But right, that's but all. if you look at the wide receivers that are left, I mean, you know, Jeffries, Landry, Hogan. Um, no, he's. In, I have he's, no problem taking Juju right there. I I do a little bit, not like I'm feared, but it's a, now it's again with you to close out the fourth round for us, Charlie, and you got your back to back picks. All right, so I'm going to take a guy that you know I've been high on this podcast. You guys have heard the other one, the other pods. Uh, Chris Hogan. Taking Chris Hogan here? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amendola's not there no more, right? Yeah, well, no, he's, he's in Miami. the first four games. Yeah. No, no. no Ed- I'm sorry. Edelman, um, is, Edelman is on. That's no. not my mouth. <laughs> All right. And then... And then now it's now with your first pick. So they close out the fourth round. Charlie took Chris Hogan. Yes. And then now we're going on with the... the so so right, the first pick of the fifth round, again, I think I'm reaching here, but I, I would want him at this point, and that's going to be Mark Ingram. Yeah, I think that's reaching there too, buddy. But, but yo, it's what you want. He's going exactly where he's going at the beginning of the fifth round. Once again, people, take who you feel, who you want, that you should take. Not for nothing. I mean, it's it's fine. But, you know, you, you're kind of balanced down in a sense. You're still missing a flex player there for four weeks at least, Charlie. You got Ezekiel Elliott, George Mick, Joe Mixon, Doug Baldwin, and Chris Hogan. And Mark Ingram would be your flex player when he returns. So uh, after that went to Sean Watson, then Alshon Jeffries, and then Kenyon Drake. So then it's back up to me right now with this fifth-round pick. Now, I... I say said I am stacked with wide receivers and I have a pretty solid running back with Jay Ajayi. So what I'm going to do here is I'm looking. I got Sony Michelle, who I they're, they're really going to use a lot in, in New England. They're really going to use them as they spent the first round pick with him. And I could take a bit of a gamble with Royce Freeman because uh, Royce Freeman looks to be the starter. I don't think he's going to be the starter over Devontae Booker. Right now, the depth charts, Devontae Booker's ahead of him, but I don't think it's going to last that way. So I could take Royce Freeman. Lamar Miller, don't really want no part of. Ronald Jones is also there. Uh, he's the other starter there. And I am going to go, and I'm going to take, and I think that he's nowhere near as good as Sony Michelle. but I am going to take here Ronald Jones because I feel like his job is more secure in Tampa Bay even though, yeah, should I take him? Because of that, that bad offensive line, though. That bad offensive line. You know what? I'm going to take Royce Freeman. <laughs> Talking about these guys, I'm going with Royce Freeman because I feel like that he's going to be the better backer, too. Ooh, this is the guy I was looking for. Freeman right as your RB2? Who are you looking for? I don't know. This guy, he's, he's got to do it. He's got he's to have a good year. Yeah, see, I totally he's, disagree. He's got but you Aaron take Rodgers, Jimmy Graham. If you listen, to my, you listen to my last episode, you'll see like the, the, the stats I gave out. That Aaron Rodgers' tight ends, on average, end his tight end 22. Yeah. Flick, so. Flex hates Jimmy Graham. Apparently. I don't hate Jimmy he, he Graham. I just, to him. I don't. He's I don't. Good in that system, you don't think Aaron Rodgers is looking for him? Aaron Rodgers only had one tight end in the top ten in his entire yeah. career. One. My argument is that Jimmy Graham is not your prototypical tight end. Like he lines yeah. up. He wide, is a you know, tight end, nonetheless. Like Aaron Rodgers had a. Grunk, they use him as a receiver, be... though. Nah, I, I still see him outside of tight end. Listen, most people don't agree with me. We're going to see towards yeah. the end of the year. So then, after, uh, so did then, you see our IG post on that? I Nobody saw you, what you paste, what you posted. I know, no, that's fine, that's fine. We're going to wait till he's outside the top ten, and then everybody's like, "Flex, I'm sorry." So yeah. then, uh, no, you're wrong on that one, Flex. So Jeff, you took Jimmy Grant, and after that goes Jarvis Landry, Greg Olson, and Deion Lewis, who I feel is going to be the best back out of Tennessee Titans. I really do. I just think he's a way more talented back than Derrick Henry. They're going to split a lot, but I feel that Deion Lewis is going to show to be the more productive back on the field and in fantasy football. After Deion Lewis, our third quarterback goes with Russell Wilson, then Michael Crabtree, and then our fourth quarterback in Tom Brady, and the pick goes back to Jeff. So here you're you're already pretty balanced out, which which you, except for that you're a little low on wide, on running backs. Only so have one uh, running yeah. back. You got three wide receivers, one good tight Freeman. end, and you got Devonte Freeman as your only running back. Tariq Cohen. So you're looking Tariq here. Tariq Cohen had like cr- like some crazy games last year. right? He had starting yeah. off, and then he kind of fell off for the rest of the yeah. year. Yeah. So right here you're looking at you know Nagy likes him though. I can't go Tevin Coleman. I already have. Devonta Freeman, like that doesn't make sense. Right? I mean, last year some people played them both and still got production out of both of them. Yeah. I mean, if they're both going to, it wouldn't be the craziest thing. No. I've seen a lot of people play Ingram and Kamara last year. Yeah, and it worked out. Yeah, I can't do that. I'll go Miller. Lamar Miller. I mean, you're going with you're going with more like safety there. I mean, of course, you really can't trust Lamar Miller. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's it is a starting running back. Later, I could probably grab. Of course, there is. There's going to be some safety there, so we're going to start running back. So then Corey Davis goes after, followed by Julian Edelman, and then Tariq Cohen, and then back to me with this pick. And I'm going to make this pick pretty easy for me. Actually, not easy for me. There's two guys I'm looking at: Carry uh, On Johnson and Marshawn Lynch is who the guys I'm looking here right now. And I think Marshawn's going to have a great year. And I think Carry On Johnson is going to be that guy that's going to take over that backfield for. Detroit, but what I'm going to go here just to keep things moving along, to keep it going quicker, I'm going to take here Marshawn Lynch. 
because I want to stack myself up a little bit more on running backs, and he's a starter, and I think in a John Gruden system, he's safe. Yeah. Yeah. So after Marshawn Lynch goes Sammy Watkins, Tevin Coleman, then Marlon Mack, and then Charlie, it's up to you now. Yeah, a lot of research to do, man. All right. Yeah, so you know, I don't know a lot yeah. of these guys I'm seeing on the board. Listen to the show. The end of the sixth <laughs> round. Listen to the show. I can't believe I'm going to take a giant, but I think there's it's just too much value here. Uh, projected for 110 targets this year in that offense, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. I'm uh, I'm a little low on Evan Ingram. We'll get to that later on in the future in August when we start talking more about our uh, – we're going to talk about conferences, our NFC and AFC divisions. Um, but uh, I'm a little low on Evan Ingram this year as a fantasy player, not as a football player on the field in real life, but for fantasy-wise, I'm a little low on him, to be honest with you. All right. And then Charlie goes with Evan Ingram to close out the sixth round. We're now into the seventh round. You got to keep things moving, guys. All right, so seventh round here. All right, so quarterbacks, I mean, Carson Wentz is still on the board. Drew Brees is on the board. Cam Newton, I think it's still a little too early for a quarterback. Right? So who are you looking at, Charlie, instead of just looking at the screen? Why don't you tell the people what you're looking at? <laughs> so people on YouTube can see you looking at the screen, but people can't hear you. Well, or you could just ignore me. Garcon, Sanders. I'm not really crazy about any of the wide receivers left either. Oh, there's still plenty out there to pick. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you're in the seventh round right now. I mean, take you got you take your QB, man. No, not yet. Way too early for that. Is that right? So I'm going to take the best wide receiver I think is left on the board because at this point you're you're drafting best player available. So I'm going to take Pierre Garcon. All right, Pierre Garcon is great. I mean, for the for the wide receiver one inside of a Kyle Shanahan offense, it's really safe to take somebody there. Garoppolo there? I'm on board. Garoppolo, yeah, he's going there later on, though. So then after Pierre Garcon goes on Johnson, who I am very, very, very uh, high on this year also, Carson Wentz, and then Will Fuller. Now it's right back to me. So now I'm pretty balanced out here. As you can see, when I said you don't have to take a running back really early, I got Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, and then look at my running backs, J.H.I., Royce Freeman, and Marshawn Lynch, solid RB production from those guys. Uh, you know, not 15 points a game maybe, but you get solid production out of all of them. So then now here I'm looking at maybe going at a tight end. There's still a couple of tight ends I like a little bit later on that I think I could get on the wraparound, so I'm going to wait right there on that. And I'm probably going to go with somebody else who's going to give me a little bit more upside. So I'm going to go with my bench wide receiver. My first bench wide receiver that I'm going with that I think is going to have also another great year is between any of these three guys will be fine, which is Emmanuel Sanders, Jamison Crowder, and Rondo Cobb. Any of those guys will give you great production, but I'm going with Emmanuel Sanders. It's between him and Randall Cobb for me. I think both of those guys are going to have great years. And at this round, at the seventh pick, I think they're going to both, they're, any of those guys are going to be within the top 20 also. So. Right. I mean, that's about right for them. Yeah, so I yeah. think uh, Emmanuel Sanders, the first running back for the Green Bay Packers goes Jamal Williams, which I think is a little high, but then it goes Delaney yeah, it's Walker. Yeah, definitely high. 7-6 is definitely high for Jamal Williams. Yeah, then Jamison Crowder. And then uh, right here comes Jeff, which, like I said, it still looks like you can still use a running back. You still got some solid running backs to still pick at this position, some you know decent ones. Of course, you can't expect them to give you RB1 numbers, but you still got some solid ones. Cleveland, C. Anderson, Carolina. Who is that? C. Anderson in Carolina, where C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Mm. He was there uh, last year in Denver, and now he's uh, the running back, two behind Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. Can't you do know? it. Can't do it. Ooh, am I going to be that guy? Do I take a kicker? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, take a kicker. Go ahead. You're going to be that guy? I'll get that boo. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that on. <laughs> but you got to pick somebody because we're running a little bit yeah, on time. Yeah, let me do uh, – I'm going to go with Cobb. Cobb's a great pick yeah, you have like there. Cobb. Yeah, you're strong, very strong on wide receivers. Like That's your Cobb. first wide receiver. And then it's going to go back to you. And then after Cobb goes Kyle Rudolph, then Rex Burkhead, Chris Thompson to close out the seventh round. And right now here at the eighth round, Carlos Hyde, Isaiah Crowell, Duke Johnson. Oh, did I just take the Jaguars? <laughs> You, you went early for it, but you go with what Defense you like. In the eighth you round. go with what you like. If you right. wanted the Jaguars, there you take the Jaguars. When we do our live fantasy draft, I have we have like uh, penalties for like whoever takes the first kicker, whoever takes the first 
you know, really? defense. Yeah. Really? And then I'll pick like, because I'm the commissioner of my league. Uh-huh. So I'll pick like four like random players that I know are going to get picked. Uh-huh. And then the person that takes that guy, like I'll pick like a Tom Brady. Okay. Whatever. There's like penalties. and What penalties? You got to like, you know, sh- shotgun a beer. Take oh, yeah. Do something. All right. Back to back. Like, That's pretty cool. That's yeah. interesting. There's things that make you good after day better. <laughs> so after the Jacksonville Jaguars defense goes uh, three quarterbacks heavy. Drew Brees, Cam Newton, and Chris Carson. So then over here, like I said, I had a couple of tight ends that were going to fall to me. Now, I'm a big fan of Trey Burden, and I would love to take Trey Burden here. But I'm going to take this guy just because I figured this out that out of the last nine years, out of seven of those last nine years, Alex Smith has supported a tight end one. So I'm going to like, – Trey Burden is definitely the safer pick here, but I'm just going to go just a little bit riskier here, and I'm going to go Jordan Reed. Yeah. And I'm taking Jordan Reed as my tight end there. He's got to stay on the field, though. Yeah, the only thing is when you take Jordan Reed, I feel like you have to draft a backup tight end. You really yeah. don't have to. You could probably find one off waiters, but I'd rather draft a backup tight end later Wow, and Garoppolo went right after him. Jimmy Garoppolo, Devin Funches. I was Funches. hoping he was going to make it to the end of the round. Though. And uh, C.J. Anderson. Now, Charlie, want, uh, you're pretty balanced out here. You got three wide receivers, three running backs, and you got your tight end. So everything's looking uh, pretty balanced for you. Yeah, so now so, we're going on to the ninth round as we still got a couple of, you know, still got to finish this out quickly. Yeah, I'm going to take the best quarterback left on the board. Okay. Matthew Stafford. That's a great pick that you could have. And There's the still ninth, a lot of quarterbacks I feel that are out there. Yeah. Now going to, uh, so now your second pick now for this round. So you end out right. the round with Matthew Stafford. All right, so best player available, you know, Matthew Stafford. And I think to get this guy at the top of the 10th round, he's a wide receiver, one in the offense. We're in the ninth round. We're in the the beginning of the 10th round. Ninth round. Ninth round. <sighs> Sorry. Telling me. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with Alan Hearns. He's going to go with Alan Hearns. Okay. That, that There's your guy that you wanted to go with, Alan Hearns. All right. So you went with, so he goes with Alan Hearns. And um, so then Alan Hearns and after Alan Hearns, Devontae Parker, and then Trey Burden, who I feel is the safe choice to go to. You know, you got a little problem there. Close it out and then open it back up. <laughs> so then Trey Burden and then Aaron Jones goes. And then it's up to me right now. And like you said, best wide receiver available. Uh running um, quarterback available you had. Once again, just for the purposes of showing the people on the show, I'm going to take this quarterback who is also probable, and I feel it's a little early to take him here. I think he's still going to make it to me. Because even if you're looking at every other team, besides Jeff, every other team here already has a running back coming up ahead of me. You're the only one that doesn't have one coming up ahead of me. So then after Jeff, so after this, I'm going to take Andrew Luck. And I'm taking him. Ooh, high upside this year. Yeah, high upside, especially if he starts playing. Then goes Cooper Cup. Then goes Nick Chubb. And then Robbie Anderson. And then right back to Jeff, which something happened with your app over there. just stopped on you for some reason, right? Crazy. <laughs> That's all right, man. These things happen. Don't worry about it. But, um, but yeah, so, so as you see, like, I mean, as I told you, as you see with my draft, right, I went heavy on wide receivers to begin with. I didn't go heavy on the running backs like what people are so worried about and scared about, right? So I went Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, J.H.I., Royce Freeman, and Marshawn Lynch. And then I got Emmanuel Sanders on my bench. And I don't think it was with Jordy, J- Jordan Reed I have to uh, have a balance there. So, but, you know, I mean, what do you feel about your team so far, Charlie? I mean, I'm loving it. Zeke, Joe Mixon, Doug Baldwin, who's a WR1 in that offense. Uh, Chris Hogan, who I think is going to get a ton of targets. Mark Ingram, who I expect to put put up RB2 numbers, and uh, Evan Ingram, who I think is going to have a phenomenal year. Pierre Garçon, Matthew Stafford, and Alan Hearns, who is another wide receiver one in that offense. So I'm okay with that. All right. So then, Jeff, I know you have a little bit of a technical difficulties going on. That's fine. Don't worry about it. But at least keep keep setting it up. Keep seeing if you're trying to set it up. But, I mean, it's not a bad pick that was made for you anyways. The pick that was made for you was Matt Ryan, which you still needed Perfect. a quarterback. That's exactly what I was going to go for. So that. the computer knew. It worked out. Sleeper bot is good. Sleeper bot is good. It's just, you know, it's what's happening. So then uh, you went Matt Ryan. Then to close out the rest of the round, T, uh, Ty Montgomery, Robert Woods, Jordy Nelson. And then the start of the round, the 10th round, Marquise Goodwin, George Kittle, and the Rams. Defense. And now let's see what the computer picks for you, Jeff. Chris Carson. They gave you, which is the running back for the Seattle uh Seahawks. Who I think who right now is marked as a starter. He's marked as the starting running back right now. Oh, he is? Yeah. So then the first Wookiee wide receiver that went in the NFL draft now goes I said Wookie, didn't I? Wookie. Wookie. I'm sorry, I didn't bring any water in here with me. I wish I had some water in this boom cup because I'm thirsty. <laughs> uh but DJ Moore goes right now. Followed by Sterling Shepard and Corey Clement. Now it's back to me. Now I'm, this is where I'm telling you that I'm real balanced. And then now I'm looking at also best player available and who gives me the most kind of upside. So I have 
three running backs and four wide receivers. I like Cal- Calvin Ridley here. I think he's a good take, you know, pick to take. But I feel like there's some more wide receivers I could probably get on the wraparound. Since I got kind of an early wraparound uh, with the next pick. So I'm going to go here with a player that has a little bit of upside that could steal the starting job from Marlon Mack. Uh, with a beeped-up offensive line, I'm taking Neam Himes. I hope I said that name right. I'm not sure. But there goes Neam Himes. That's a good pick, though. And then after that goes Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Minnesota Vikings defense, and then Calvin Ridley, and then back to you, Charlie. All right. So let's make these last. You know, this is beginning right here. We got to think a little bit, but we don't got that much time left. Let's in the studio. So let's try to finish this up a little faster. All right. So I'll take uh, the best player available at this point. So Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin, okay, that's who you feel would be the best player. But I think he's a great pick because at the end of the day, he has to throw it to somebody, no? Yeah, Josh Allen's got to throw it to someone. Right. And then and going we're on. go Nelson Aguilar. Then Nelson Ooh, Aguilar after that. And you did not because <laughs> Charlie <laughs> took him from you. Sneaky, sneaky cowboy. Mm-hmm. He took him from you, then followed by Jared Goff, Phillip Rivers, and Mike Williams. And once again, still here is where we're looking at. A lot of defenses went, and I could wait. Now, one defense I recommend to wait for because they're going pretty late and they're still going to put up great numbers is the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints, I feel, are great defense, and I wouldn't worry too much about defense because you can kind of stream them also during the, during the season. Yeah, you play matchups and stuff. Yeah, so right now I'm looking at either like you know Marquise Lee, who right now is the main wide receiver over there in Jacksonville, who not for nothing. I think that's value right there as a number one wide receiver in Jacksonville right now. I really do. So I'm going to go. So I would have probably went with the Los Angeles Chargers defense there, but I'm going to go with Mark Keesley. So then Doug Martin goes, Don, Deont- uh, Deontay Foreman, Pat Mahomes. Are you back in yet, Jeff, or no? Halfway. <laughs> well, keep it moving. we got to let the computer pick for you again for this one. Don't worry about it. You got Devontae Booker, who I feel as later as he's going, if Royce Freeman happens to just bomb, and do terrible, and that you get this next man up, right? He's well, he's right now is listed as a starter, but if he, if he bombs Royce Freeman and then he just happens to be the next guy, then fantastic, it's perfect for you. All right, uh, so to go to rest of the round, Jack Doyle, Chargers defense, Cameron Meredith, and then to start off the 12th round, Philly Eagles defense, Kenny Stills, and Geronimo Allison, who is another s- sneaky, sneaky sleeper, I feel, for the Green Bay offense, could you know show some high upside. And who does the computer pick for you? Derek Carr. Oh, you got two. They gave you two running. Derek Carr. Two quarterbacks they that's gave right, you. That's good. That's trade bait, man. Somebody's going to go down. Somebody might go Aaron Rodgers' collarbone gets cracked again. All of a sudden, somebody wants Derek Carr. Matt, Matt Stafford gets hurt. You got to give him the trolley. I got trade bait right there. <laughs> All right. So then it comes back to me over here. So over here, like I said, I'm looking at defenses. There's still a few more, which I feel could fall to me. But the thing is that nobody ahead of me has a defense except for one person. So it worries about it not coming back to me. I'm going to take here. I, I like better than Broncos. I like better than Ravens. Is the New Orleans Saints. I'm taking the Saints defense coming up here. Then goes Martavius Bryant, Rashad Matthews, Baltimore Ravens defense. And then now it's up to you, Charlie. You're still waiting on a defense yourself. I'm still waiting on a defense. I'm not really big on any of the ones that are left. So let's see here. Keep trying. <laughs> what are you looking at, Charlie? Once again, right. tell us what you're looking at instead of just staring at your screen. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the Broncos defense. Broncos defense. They're usually solid year in, year out. Yeah. And then, and then you keep thinking to yourself, Charlie. Go ahead. And then uh, this is one of my sleepers, <laughs> Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Uh, Babytron is a nickname Baby that he Tron. has. Yeah. He has a nickname, Babytron. Tyler Eifert goes next, followed by Theo Riddick, and then LeGarrette Blunt. Now it comes back to me. Now, once again here, I'm already set up with everywhere I got to go. Uh, we only got two more rounds left after this. And... Here, I could take my backup tight end because in case Jordan Reed gets hurt, but I'm not going to. So what I want to do here, though, because I do have Andrew Luck and I would need a backup quarterback. I don't want to take it yet. So because I feel like there's still a good number of quarterbacks that will come after. But you know what? I'm going to take him now because I feel like the next round I'll take a kicker. Then I take my backup tight end. So right now I'm going to take my backup quarterback for uh, for uh, like Andrew that. Luck. Sorry for Andrew Luck. And I'm going to take Alex Smith who I think has great upside, and that's a great quarterback to start mm-hmm. just in case Andrew Luck does not play. Yeah, because I have the- Michael Gallup, 13-6. So the only thing thing I'm worried about when you take Andrew Luck is and Jordan Reed, especially in the same team, you have to kind of back them up a little, I feel like. You have to, just in case anything. So that leaves you a spot left with two less, but as it goes. And then Jeff uh, goes on to you, so the computer picks for you. Josh Doxson, great upside there. That's a great pick they have. And the first kicker's off the board, so now somebody in your league would do a beer gun shot <laughs> with Greg Zerline. Dak at 14-1. And we're going to finish this out. And you got Steven Gatikowski, which is the, one oh, of the best okay. kickers in the league. Comes I was, was going to go with the uh, the guy from the Ravens. 
with the Ravens. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Justin Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got taken before. He's good for he got those a 50 yarders. So now I'm going to go with a kicker here. And then I like this guy a lot. I'm going to take Chris Boswell from the Pittsburgh. Uh, from, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then the last round coming up, Charlie. Let's finish it out this round. All right, those, so I'm going to take uh, Latavius Murray because Cook is coming off an injury. So that's I'll a smart pick. That. Yep. And then I guess I do have to take a quick kicker, right? That'd be smart. You don't have to. I'll take the best kicker in the game at Dan Bailey. With the best kicker available at the time. <laughs> so then it comes back around. Now here is where. Now I like this tight end as a real sneaky play, and he's going in the last pick in a lot of rounds. I really like him a lot to pick, especially if you take Jordan Howard with Ricky Seals. We're almost done with this. Then the last last pick right now for you, Jeff, is D.D. Westbrook. Another great pick to have. All right. So once again, as you could see, uh, teams are really balanced out. So we'll let you know just real quick. Run by the team. So Charlie, you have Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, Doug Baldwin, Chris Hogan, Mark Ingram, Evan Ingram, and uh, you got both Ingrams. <laughs> Pierre Garçon, Matthew Stafford as your quarterback with Alan Hearns, Kelvin Benjamin. So on your bench, you have a lot of wide receivers. Kelvin and Benjamin, that's deep. That's a late pick. But and then like as I showed you guys, solid. Be- and as I showed you guys before, I didn't go running back heavy, and I but I still lethal with Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, T. Y. Hilton. I got Jay Ajayi, Royce Freeman, and Marshawn Lynch on my bench. I got Hines, Emmanuel Sanders. So I got a pretty solid play over there. What I feel, and then you know you you went you were stacked on wide receivers: Odell, Hill, Thomas, and Devontae Freeman, Lamar Miller. Uh, so we're gonna start closing out here. So then, uh, Mike, you can start playing the, the, the close-out music right now. We're going to start finishing it out. So, Jeff, how does it feel being on the show? I know we had to rush a little bit there, but we had a little bit uh, more of um, nah, it's cool. It's cool. of, uh, awesome, of uh, technical difficulties on your part. This is fun, man. Really fun. Thank you for coming on. Just Thank let, you. Appreciate uh, you uh, coming on. Just to let you guys know, too, real quick. So, Jeff, this is your shirt as you got the BFB shirt right here. This Let's is for you. And Another I, giant shirt we gave away. Yeah, uh, and we got a gift for you, too, because last week, as we did have... We had a, a kid, um, yeah, our friend Ferg, who's expecting a baby. And then, once again, you're expecting a baby. So we have another baby onesie, which nice. says Lee Champion wow. for you and the upcoming Let's baby. Go, bro. Thank you. Do, you. do you know yet if it's a boy or girl? You don't want to say? Or? We don't know. We're not you don't know. We're going to find out till November 10th. Well, it's in a gold color. So right there, you got a little baby onesie for you and Steph. Appreciate that, bro. No, no, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Uh, so once again, uh, this is our first mock draft. we got another show coming up in next I month. like my team. Charlie, so you can say goodbye to the party people. All right, Bureau, next time. All right, peace, party people.